from the Dallas Hunter Studios in beautiful Dallas, Texas. This is the next issue comics podcast here on DallasOnAir.com. And now here's your hosts, Clay Harrison, Kyle Condis, and Adrian Harry. Ow. Hey now. <laughs> Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We are a bi-weekly comic book co- podcast out of Dallas. We are part of the Dallas On Air family. Uh, we are also co-host on Just a Sec right after this. Uh, if you're listening live, which you are not, because uh, we are having internet problems. <laughs> uh, we are three friends that talk about our lifelong love of comic books. And what are you guys up to? Trying to stay awake on a Sunday morning? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now that we're recording, I go, you know, we could have done this at noon. I could have slept. <laughs> right. No. Got, a, got a few bong rips in before the show. You don't, do, about it. you don't do that now? <laughs> I, 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 I am wearing clothes I might have slept in. <laughs> I don't dress for the show since it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, to, sorry, sorry, I don't dress up sorry for you guys. Sorry to break the illusion, campers. Right. Yes. Bacon Samurai here, podcast. This, this, hair, this hair is not done. This is a uh, bedhead. <laughs> Bacon Samurai podcast pulled out of our ass. That's yes. what we do. Nothing but the best for you listeners. <laughs> Maybe a little BO for all the other co-hosts in here. <laughs> Hi, Adrian? Adrian. <laughs> Hola. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah. yeah. None. 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 Trying to find a job. <laughs> Hire this man. I may, yeah. have to, I may have to trade you some of the books I have because I'm, I'm looking for a new career. Really? Yeah, I'm wanting to jump out of it it's not really just my job specifically yeah I, there's that's a lot of I'm, I'm, I'm at some deep hate for my job yeah uh, uh that's part of my problem too trying to figure out what i want to do other than what i've been doing yeah it's a little late for me i'm 47 i know i'm 45 yeah, or i'm gonna back. be 47 yeah. you can still come back from it yeah I know. So, I, that's so, it. Says the forty-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you? Why don't, so, says the forty-year-old still working at a bar. You know. What hey. do you mean? Still, it is started. Uh, wh- Are you there? Yeah. Are you forty? Yeah. That's not what like I've been you? working there seven years. Fair enough. But once they once you're in, you're in, Doug. Yeah, you're I'm part of the family. With, I'm fine with that. You're part of the family. Well, let's see. So I guess I'm leading the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Adrian. Yeah. I mean, we were just kind of going no, around the horn, show. but yeah, you, this you is this is an Adrian here. show. This is an Adrian episode. Huh? Let's see if you can run things here. I can run things. Uh huh. We'll see. <laughs> well, I've since today we couldn't figure out what we wanted to do, and I was the only one with some free time this week. I came up with the show outline, <laughs> and so I'm running the show today, boys and girls. Bear with me. Yeah. Um, I think we start. I, I want to start with some comic book news because just some quick thoughts. Um, Brian Michael Bendis and, and uh, Jim Lee will be uh, assigned to Action Comics. Yeah, doing Superman. Any thoughts? That's, a, that, that's an awesome team up. Yeah, I mean that's if if Bendis goes to DC and you go, who do you want drawing him? Yeah, that's in the top five. Yeah, that's in the top two. Yeah, I'm, I was gonna, <laughs> since we're on DC, um, Scott Snyder. Uh, they just announced that he yeah. will helm the main Justice League title post uh, Metal. Yeah, uh, I think he did such a good job on that. They gave him Justice League. I almost feel like I need you to sell me on some of these books now that I'm buying more DC books. Yeah. I, I will say this: I read the first like ten pages of the Terrifics. I'm in. I am totally. I, in. I, I'm already. I'm already getting them to pull that book yeah, for me. I, it, yeah. What I, is this? The Terrifics. It's like their new Fantastic Four. It's Mister Terrific mm-hmm. teamed up with uh, Phantom Girl, uh, Metamorph, and Plastic Man. 
It's out of the new line. Remember you were talking plastic about... Plastic Man or Elongated Man? No, Plastic Man. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's his first return into the new 52 since they did the, the retcon back in 2011. Right. And yeah, it looks awesome. Okay. I'll check that yeah, out. What? Yeah, Jeff Lemire writing is what's pulled me in. But oh, the right. fact that DC's kind of going, uh, you guys won't do Fantastic Four, we will do Fantastic Four right. in their face. <laughs> but I also like how Marvel was kind of... Well, I have this theory, and we'll get into it at another time, but that... Disney and Marvel have known about this Fox deal for a while now. Yeah. And there's been signs for the last couple of years that they've known it. And uh, But one of the things that I found really cool is the Marvel 2-in-1s come back, and both of them have been the thing I'm in Human actually Torch. Actually, I had some news with that because that was the comic book where uh, they basically retconned the Marvel timeline again. Really? Yeah. Because then I read that issue, and that it's an issue number two. And they're talk- they're going back and talking about uh, is that ben- the one with Doctor Doom on the cover? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Ben talking to Johnny about you know back when he was in college with uh, Reed and-, and Victor. Yeah, we got yeah we moved we moved the timeline from 1966 to 1998. Yep. Apparently, they graduated college in 1998. Now, really? Oh, not <laughs> not why why do we have to put dates on it if we? I don't. I don't know. Oh. So I am now officially older than Mister Fantastic. Yeah. 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 You know what? Ah, <laughs> uh, well then that's weird. So what does that mean for the kids that we saw in Legacy that were there? I do not know. Hmm. Not, know. not that the kids that were born the, in the nineties. The last time kids. I saw right. a change in time for this was I want to say that was so hit in your head was uh back when they were doing the uh, Clone Saga for Spider Man, and basically they said everything from that point from when he first got bit by the radioactive spider only happened in five years. I'm like, that's a lot of shit to happen in five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when did Marv Wolfman come back to do the Teen Titans? Uh, I think recently. That was one, that's one of the things. Like, those are yeah. two of the best books, I think, in my opinion, Titans and Teen Titans in uh, DC yeah. right now. Well, they're rebo- oh, really? Okay. They're rebooting Cyborg and Marv Wolfman instead of helming that as well. Interesting. They just did a Cyborg mini, and they're yeah. rebooting. Yeah, but you can't really count uh, that as Titan, though. He's not on. In, in, no, he's not as a Titan. I'm just. It's yeah. Marv Wolfman. I, oh, did, okay. I didn't even know he. When I saw that that article about him coming back to, I happened maybe just an hour. I was on my DC app because there was a um, another story that I'll get to here in just a second that made me go through the apps and look at artists and stuff. And I know I was just thumbing through, and I realized that Marv Wolfman was on Teen Titans. I was like. Really, I did not know he came back to Team Titan. So, and then about thirty minutes later, I saw this article that he's going to be heading up uh, Cyborg. I always find it weird when they put the original creator yeah. with him, and then you know, I don't know if he can write a more current, relevant, relevant Cyborg. Right. Uh, he might give him a great foundation for, I don't know, an origin if they're going to redo that. But I'd almost want someone else writing it. Yeah, I, I thought it was a little odd myself, but. We'll see where it goes. Um, Astro City is no longer going to be a monthly comic. Huh. Never read mo- I have not read that book in years. Yeah, um, they're going to. They move I didn't know it was still being printed. Yeah. it's kind of. The- <laughs> it's still printed. Uh, they're moving to a graphic novel format, so they'll be, I guess, twice a year or something like that. They'll print. And that's Astro probably City. the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else is Busick writing on though? I don't know. I thought he was doing a. No, I don't know. I'd be no speaking idea. out of turn. <clears throat> you got anything, Carl? Um, no, I was just telling. I mean, I'll save it for stuff we're reading, right? You know, so, um, Amazon's doing another uh, special 
Um, they're uh, doing a Black Panther special right now. And uh, the two runs that I recommend to everybody for Black Panther are the Christopher Priest run. Absolutely. And the re- most recent uh, Tineasi Coates run. Yes. And that's the book yes. we're actually doing next month for Dallas Comic Book Club. If yeah. you guys want to join us, it's the second uh, Thursday of the month down at Half Price Books at 730. We'll be yeah. talking uh, Black Panther. And you can get all four volumes of the current run for seven dollars and twenty cents. Damn, that's like a that's original cover price. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you can get you can get all four of those. You can get all four volumes of the Christopher Priest run, which is it, to me the essential. Yes. Um, you can get both of those for thirty dollars and twenty cents. Boom. Over eighty freaking comic books for you know, and some of the best writing and, and art. Yeah, if you yeah. really want to uh, get into Black Panther, Panther. before the film, right. I, I check that out. I really recommend the Christopher Priest run. Um, and last but not least, um, Marvel uh, names their 2018 Young Gun artists. Um, have you all seen that list? No. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We're doing it. Pepe Larraz. He's on uh, Avengers No Surrender right now. Javier Guerron. Uh, Aaron Cooter. I love him. Yeah. A Guardians, a Guardians cover guy and a Guardians interior guy every now right. and then. Mike Del Mundo. Uh, he's on, I just saw his art and I love it. Yeah. And I can't remember what book he was on, but... Um, can you uh, maybe this week tweet out some uh, some of his art you like? Yeah, and we can take a look. And yeah, uh, Russell Durderman. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. But he's on Thor now. Yeah, he replaced uh, Isad Rabic. Ooh, that's a tough. That's yeah. a tough. But he's job doing it really good. Though. Oh, really? Yes, he's oh, doing a fantastic well, job. I'm still loving it. I, as much as you've been uh, praising that book, I'll yeah. have to just check that out just for the art because yeah. if, to transition to that is a big thing. Right, and then uh, Marco. Uh, How do you pronounce his name? Chichetto? I have no idea. No idea. (laughs) I'm just going to let you sit out. Yeah. 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 Y'all just love me. Um, But no, he's doing um, Old Man uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. And I saw some of his art, and it looks phenomenal. All right. So for the layman in the room, what exactly is the Marvel Young Guns thing? Every once in a while, they put out a list of some of their top young artists. And um, I was about to get into some of their past Young Guns. So... um, the past Young Guns included uh, Steve McNiven, um, Eddie yeah. Granov, uh, yeah. David Finch, Trevor Harrison, uh, Jim Chung, which I love. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, Olivier Capiel. Oh, beautiful. That was all in 2004. Uh, 2006, uh, Billy Tan, Clayton yep. Crane, Pascal Ferry. I almost hear these, and I, and, I, and I remember their DC books more than their Marvel, and I go, did they just work at Marvel for a year and then go to DC? Probably. Oh. And then uh, Ariel Le- Leviete. Another incredible artist. Yeah. Um, Simone um, Bianca? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Italian. Yeah. And then um, you. Uh, Me? I am a young no, no, artist. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not you. I, they were uh, just doodles. Yeah. Thanks, Marvel. Um, let me take over uh, Howard but, the Duck, but every, please. But every so every so often they do. Um, I'll take over American Splendor. Okay. They do yeah. like they do like a promotion for their 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 young and talented artists because I guess because they can't 
hold on to artists or creators. They um, cannot, man. I just don't know. It, it's amazing to see how many people moved over to D.C. in the last year and a half. Yeah. You know? And I saw a pretty good rant this week on Twitter where they talked about, you know, the, the things Marvel is actually doing well that they should continue to support. And it's like these new up-and-coming guys like Donnie Cates, uh, yes. guys that they have that are actually doing something within the Marvel Universe mm -hmm. and uh, making people want to read their books. Right. Everything else is just shit. Yeah. Um, the, the sad part about it is they're they're nailing it. For the most part, in television, they're nailing it in movies. But what everything is based on? Yeah. <laughs> I, did you see that story where they uh, they just now canceled it? Well, they Jeez. they quietly canceled it, but there's quietly a petition of people that want it back. And I'm like, who? I don't know. You 14 people, yeah. stop. Right. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants Buck to have a job still. I You're mean, right. after Iron Man, now in humans, that guy shouldn't run anything. Maybe Nothing. a hot dog cart. Iron Man. What? Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Oh, Iron I'm sorry. Fist, yeah. Uh, getting a little crazy here. It's, Either it's, way. it's really early. Um, so what are you guys currently reading for fun? I, um, I pose this because we do a lot of reading for research. Yeah. And, uh, but what books out there are you currently run, um, that are currently running uh, what you're reading? Um, I, a lot of the you know, big titles, like I said, I've been reading both the Green Lanterns, you know, both the Titan books, The Flash. Uh, haven't really been picking up any of the uh, Superman or Batman stuff, but I do read. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of check on, on them once in a while. But I like uh, Super Sons, which deals with Jonathan Kent and yes. Damien. That that's that good. A lot of fun. I've I've heard great things about great that. things about that one. Um, I heard Tom King's run on Batman's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, well. I think that's one we're going to be talking about years from now. Yeah. Well, it's the most recent story is, and I read the issue is basically Wonder Woman comes to Batman for help, and apparently. She takes him to this magical world where time passes for like a lot different. And apparently, the guy who's it, it, there's like this—I don't know how to put it—he's like this warrior who's there fighting these demons, and he wants a chance to come out and I guess see somebody in the real world. So Catwoman's basically escorting him to go see him, and he says, "Yeah, I've been to that place for a thousand years." And if you want, they keep going back and they keep going back, and Batman's there, and he's fighting with Wonder Woman, and she's like, "Wait, a thousand years? We've only been gone like forty-five minutes. How the hell have you been there for so long?" But before Batman goes with Wonder Woman to that magical world, it, he's wearing the suit of armor. It's like it just it's like oh my god, it really yeah, it's a bat armor. And he goes, I look, and Catwoman just starts laughing. And go, you look ridiculous. He goes, please not now. I don't need this. <laughs> right. Uh, like there, there, like there was a point Bruce Wayne was designing it, going, God, this is kind of silly. Uh -huh, right. <laughs> um, Diana doesn't say anything. Read the first issue of Miss, uh, Tom King's Mister Miracle. And yeah. awesome. Okay. I think I'm gonna have to wait for the whole thing. Yeah. Or or, or are you reading it month to month? Because because I hear so many great things. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm curious to jump in, but but like I feel like the vision was great month to month. Right. He knew how to write a single issue story for a mini series <laughs> that that just had an incredible ending. Yeah. So you know I don't do a lot of current reading. I've been catching up on a lot of past stories yeah. when I was out of comics, and. Uh, Visions right up there was one of my favorites. That yeah. um, fractions run on Hawkeye. Oh, was uh, so much love. And matter of fact, that we were discussing it um, earlier this week in one of our chat sessions. Uh, how I'm a little bit upset at Age of Ultron now for giving Hawkeye that family because I mean we we live in this big budget movie space. Yeah, and there's so many 
cool stories they could tell for a lower budget. Like, you know, Deadpool was done for $50 million and Yeah. It was a really cool story. Uh, I don't think they need to spend that much money on Black Widow. But I think for, if they wanted to do a Hawkeye movie, that is a great run to base a Hawkeye movie off of. I, I want a series. Yeah. I would I would rather have a series and um, have the Russian Bros. Uh, <laughs> the be, Russian Bros. <laughs> just awesome. be ongoing bad hey, guys, bro, bro, <laughs> hey, bro, bro, bro. bro. <laughs> uh, we love you and miss you, Matt Fraction. Unless right. you unless you're picking up uh, Sex Criminals, that which is a pretty fun book. I have not. Oh, that's that's a fun book. I got the first volume. I'll let you borrow that one. All right. Um, <clears throat> now I, now in in reading, I read multiple different ways so i read some books once every two years i'll mm-hmm. buy just by the omnibus of it right. so like walking dead uh at the be at the end of last year i bought uh the last omnibus sat down and within two days read the whole thing mm-hmm. so which is about four graphic novels you jumped a section but yeah oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was just what i had to, to the outline the man worked so hard on it <laughs> it's Where about time y'all appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Structured now, talk. Now, now I know how you feel. <laughs> and me never reading the outline. Okay. Touche. Um, but yeah, how's your uh, how's your DC switch going though? Eh. Yeah. Um, I picked up the latest Flash because it had an incredible cover with Grodd on it. So I was really, <laughs> I was really excited uh, to get back into Flash because I enjoy the show. Grodd's one of my favorite villains. I had seen them do an arc with Captain Cold. I was like, I'm not sure if I want to jump in yet. I saw that cover. I was like, I'll go ahead and get it. It was just a bunch of personal, you know, Barry, how do you feel? Women in your life. And then and then at the end, oh, then there's Grodd. And I was like, this is not the issue I should have picked up. Right. So I was kind of bummed about that. I'm reading uh, Batman um, and the Signed, the Cully Hamner book that's a spinoff of, okay. with, a, with a new Robin. And I don't, Understand where New Robin came from? There's a New Robin. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, Signal? Yeah. Yeah. Signal. He, he goes by Signal now. He's not uh, actually Robin. Okay. <clears throat> he was part of the. He started in the when they released that Robin's comic as like a, a bunch of teens. It was a bunch of teens who yeah, but he took was on the mantle. He's the one who is actually it, is that a black is that the black guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I saw yeah that. But he's taking the name Signal. But Batman, of course, you know, apparently owns all the property in Gotham and can have a cave anywhere he wants. So he gave Signal his own headquarters. Well, the first issue, I guess, didn't give me a great foundation. I know it's only a three-issue limited series. Maybe they'll span it over the well, whole book. He was guest starring in the uh, more uh, the current um, uh, Batman, or was it? Oh God, not Brave and the Bold, but it was Batman with the one that John Romita, uh, John Romita Jr. was uh, drawing. Okay, Romita Jr. Yeah, and I'm pretty it was All Star Batman. It was a new All Star. Oh, okay, Batman. Uh, yeah, he, he was with Batman in there. Um, I I read that uh, Barry Ween book that you loaned me. And that, <clears throat> if you ever get a chance to read Barry, Barry Ween, Boy Genius, that was such a fun read. Yep. Um, the one you told you loaned me, the one you told me to go to next was a uh, oh, uh, Pun- pound breakfast for noon. No, not pounded, pounded. Yeah. No, no, uh, it Steve was breakfast, it was breakfast for noon. Thank yeah. You. Um. Yeah, that took me about three days. I mean, it's it's not like it's not. Yeah. Well, well, what I'm saying is, it took me like three days to get through the, like the first ten pages because it was really? weird. Oh. It, it was it was weird what was going on, and then on that third day, I was like, you know what? Let me see where the next issue starts, and I started there, knowing that 
from what I read, there were some issues they were trying to move and, and, uh, you know, he lost his job and, and I picked up that second issue or started with that second issue a lot more smoother and I, I breezed through it. I'm about halfway done, but that was, that's a pretty good read so far. Um, what else have I read? That's just about it. I haven't been reading much too much currently. Yeah, I was reading Wicked and Divine, the uh, mm -hmm. first two volumes oh. for Comic Book Club for last month. Who's that, uh, Ennis? No. Um, oh, my God. Jamie McKelvey. His okay, art yeah, yeah, is yeah. unbelievable. And uh, I hate this. I feel so bad. <laughs> I can't remember the, I, the writer. I'm going to bring up one of the book. It's not my favorite, but I think it's an interesting uh, team lineup. Is um, Of course, we have the normal Justice League book. But we also have uh, Justice League of America, which is a uh, Justice League team re run by Batman. Kieran Gillum. Okay, yeah. And the lineup is Vixen, Black Canary, uh, oh, I can't, the second Adam, I always forget, uh, not Choi, I can't think of his first name, but... Uh, Brandon? Brandon Choi, yeah. As, you know, the Adam, you have the Ray, uh, Killer Frost, Batman, and of all the people Batman can control, Lobo. Of all the people Batman can actually keep Lobo in check. And I was like, there's, there's an interesting dynamic here for the, for the main man who's going to, you know, kill everybody and rip everybody apart. You're like, Batman has, 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 like, this leash on him. It's like, okay, this is making you – now you have – now you're the most powerful character in DC history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, th I think that's why Lobo's great, though, is that he could go off. I don't, exactly. I don't want anyone to control him. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, that, doesn't that really limit what you can actually do with the character? Oh, no, because the he, he's our main guy. They let him go full force when it comes to certain villains in the book. And I mean, but, I mean, the animation alone. Because, come on, you – you really have to have the guy. You really have to have uh, Bisley to do it justice, man. I don't know. Was, I remember. Uh, I've, I've seen a few that are were pretty good. It, well, well, you want to talk about the, just the character Lobo One? I mean, I loved it when he got shrunken down to a kid and he was a part of Young Justice. Yeah, that was fun. Who, who did the art on that? <laughs> uh, it was the same guy. It was the main guy that did all the art. I think they had the same artist for. The, Is it the, Todd Nook? Yeah. Okay. Was, he, I think he did all all fifty seven issues. Nice. Okay. I mean, he, he was he was still Lobo, but again, it's like he was Barry Ween. Yeah. He's this punk little kid who thinks I'm the main man, but he's you know he's controlled by Rob and Superboy, you know, impulse and. It, and it, I've seen Paul Denny do Lobo, yeah. and it looked fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm a Bisley guy, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, in my limited experience, no, when it that. comes to yeah. Lobo, that's that's who I want run. That's who I want. If, that yeah, up. if you want to introduce someone to Lobo, you want to show him a giant splash yeah. poster uh, done by Bisley because that's the best way you're going to see Lobo. Right. Exactly, and it's that's the most fun too. Oh, I have been um, since we didn't have anything like for research. I've been getting back into that uh, planetary. Yeah, I, I, just I still can't it. believe you don't have the first volume. I have wrecked myself trying it, to find it, that it, first volume. It, it, it hasn't. Well, God, the funny thing about it is uh, the <laughs> the DC app had the first issue for free, so I read that. I just love Cassidy's art. Yeah, I love the way he draws Jaquita. Um. Planetary is one of those I always yeah. feel like is a must read because it's yeah. it's only in like twenty nine issues. Mm -hmm. It kind of gives you this really cool vibe about image and right. the kind of stories they can tell and right. the world they inhabit. Um, I always like introducing people to Warren Ellis, and that's kind of a nice entryway yeah. without being extreme like a transmetropolitan type right. book. Um, maybe orbitable or orbit orbitable or. Something else, a little lighter. Who did the authority? Uh, that that was that was okay. him with. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, 
Brian Hitch did the art with Mark Miller and Frank. Was it Frank Quietly that did all the yes, yes, uh, uh, Warren Ellis stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, oh man! And that that was a book I used to read right. every year, The Authority, and it was just the Warren Ellis run. I used to have books I would re- pull out every year and go, "I need to read The Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. I need to read The Authority. I need to read Watchmen." And I would read those once a year, and I've just mm-hmm. kind of. Dark Knight Returns just got, kind of got tired of because it's been done. It's they're doing, right. doing the films and the story. And has, the, anybody did, has anybody has uh, anybody read the Master Race? Dark Knight Three, Dark Knight no. Returns Three. I heard it's great. I need to have my buddy Daniel on. He is such a DC fanboy. He right. loves all this, reads all this. He can't tell you the negative spin on anything. So, <laughs> so he would come in and praise it and tell you all the great. Uh, plot points of all the DC books. We should have him on. Okay, we'll, uh, and we'll have like a a, a DC highlight a, a episode. And have him go through all the books he's reading. Right. Um, well, so, oh, so but yeah. Um, back to planetary. I love the little Easter eggs. Like it, like if you're a comic book person, oh, I think even, you have to be a pop culture nerd. Yeah, yeah. and it's like there's some really good Easter eggs. Oh yeah. I mean, just great. Like. I remember what really hooked me on this series was um, there was the issue where they were talking about all these three different people, how they didn't come to pass, but they had found like um, planetary had found like this, um, I guess a ship or something and it was buried underground and they went in there and all there was there was this, um, it was a nod to like the origin of Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman. I think was yeah. it was no Green Lantern because it was a lantern, and then he the does, cape. He, he loves to do stuff like that. When it, he he's he's rebooting Wildstorm right now, right? And I'm just reading the first few issues because uh, I had bought them a while back, and I was like, I don't know if I want to get in Wildstorm again. But now that I really don't have many books. Uh, I was like, I, I I miss Warren Ellis. I want to see what he's doing because he did such a great job with the Authority. Right. Let's peek into the Wildstorm universe, and he's slowly building it. I'm not all the way caught up. In fact, when I leave here, I'm probably going to hit up Zeus to find the missing issues mm-hmm. um, because these are ones I bought. Yeah, you know, singles. Um, I don't know why. I, I could. I I really want to support my local shop, so that's right. why I go do them. But uh, yeah, I could go just buy them all digitally for ninety nine cents. That's sep- and we'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah, but, um, I just I, I don't understand. But he, but uh, like going through Wildstorm in the first issue, you know, he he he's got people walking through the streets, and he's like, yeah, and down in this alley, a man uh, was turned into a bat in 1939. Like he's right. throwing out these like little references throughout the book that make it kind of fun, but he seems to still want to make a brand new Wildstorm universe. This is not going to be right. what we saw before. Yes. Which maybe that's what Marvel should do is constantly just retell stories and not care about continuity and all that shit. <laughs> maybe, I maybe not. With, maybe. Well, what I want them to do is just to pick a plan and stay the course. And, and, <laughs> well, Good well, luck pick, with that. Pick, 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 a, pick a plan, stay the course, <clears throat> and execute that plan. You know, and, <clears throat> and then and, relaunch and, it 40 times, and that's how you sell well, comic I mean, books. Don't, don't get me wrong. DC does a lot, uh, just as much rebooting. But what yeah. I'm saying is, recently, it seems like their stories, like we spent the news, and up until now, most of the stuff we talked about is DC. I can ask Clay, who's a big Marvel boy, you know, 
Was. What what was Marvel Man? Marvel. <laughs> well, I wouldn't That's know. Mr. I'll ask Shelby later. But, you know, I'm done. <laughs> but um, you know, we don't. You don't hear about any great Marvel runs. I mean, we talked about you know Fraction. You know, the, the ones we talked about, the writers and artists that did those books Are gone. aren't there now. Yeah. Like, any you know, any you Bendis, know, like, I mean Bendis Ultimate Spider-Man run, one yeah. of the biggest, longest, greatest runs, yeah. and he's over at DC doing something. You know, um, who's doing the Spider-Man now? Um, Dan Slott. Dan Slott. He's done a decent job. Dan I mean, Slott's had a great run, yeah. and he's leaving. Well, to go do <laughs> Iron Man. Uh, oh, he's leaving to do Iron Man. Okay, yeah. so he's still yeah. at Marvel. He's still at Marvel, mm-hmm. but man, what yeah. what an incredible run! Introduced like the Spider Verse, right. uh, a lot of great characters. Well, even his current, like I said before, his Superior Spider Man. So I mean, he's but, in a relationship with Mockingbird, he's like you know he's now no longer has his own company, but now he's the head writer for scientific research at the Daily Bugle. He's back to being that man of the street kind of Peter Parker. And yeah. And the thing is, I think what switched is now everybody loves Spidey. Everybody hates Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Twist, so. But everybody loves Miles Morales. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, ben, like, Bendis is leaving. Fraction left. Um, they still have Aaron. Yeah. You know, they, they have Slot. Um, is Lemire, Lemire's gone too, right? Um, Lemire's doing the DC book the yeah. uh, <laughs> that we were so hyped about. The only other thing I'm trying to think of is... Uh, I mean, the only book I am excited about at Marvel is is Moon Knight. Uh, Max Bemis, uh, right. he, you know, he took that book for. I think Jeff Lemire was the last one doing it, and yeah. he took it in a completely different direction, a fun direction. That's the only book at Marvel I get excited about every week. Right. Uh, the <laughs> the rest is just either canceled or like most of the books that I have, I'm sitting on, mm-hmm. waiting for them to be canceled and just finish and read them in one big read. Yeah. Um. I hear the Defenders is good. But, I heard the defenders are good, but it's also Bendis's that's last. Why he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. another so, I mean, another one he's leaving. I have Cage, uh, Luke Cage. I'm uh, waiting for the last issue. Mm-hmm. I'll read all that. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Jer- canceled. Canceled. <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting. You know, I got uh, that. I'm gonna sit and read all those uh, once mm-hmm. again. But yeah, Jer- Jerry's gonna be go- doing uh, a cosmic book. I think right. after he leaves Guardians. Uh, but he's also doing a book at because I'm 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 a big fan of this guy. He was doing Uncanny Avengers, which I've been reading for two years. Um, so Analog from uh, Image is his new book. He's pushing. Right. Uh, it's coming out in a couple of months. So I just went ahead and put it added it to my list because I love the guy on. Uh, oh, I loved him on Deadpool, but um, again, love him on Uncanny Avengers. But for me, Guardians of the Galaxy is his home run. Right. right. Is Greg Rucka? No, he's not Marvel either. No, he hasn't been Marvel for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, is Brubaker still in Marvel? No, he's no. He, he works. He's on Westworld. He, he's doing TV. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. He works on Westworld. That's why it's so good. Yeah. So, so, so to to work for Marvel, you have to be a previously published writer or have some sort of publishing background, some sort of experience writing. Uh, yet, every one of those people that. Uh, are over there working. I don't really know a lot of their backgrounds or what they're doing, and none of them get me excited about anything. Right. I'm not excited about any writer over at Marvel doing any book except maybe Donny Cates because 
that's a guy who's doing yeah. new and different stuff. He's doing Thanos. Yeah. And the cover for Thanos this week was amazing. Yes, it was. <laughs> Hulk on a leash. Yes. You know, sitting on his throne. Ghost Rider as Ghost a, Rider as as Herald or something like that? Yeah. He looked, <laughs> I was he looked like, like a minion. But it made me want to get the book. Yeah. And I just, I've heard great things. So it and makes w- me excited to see that guy doing good things at Marvel. I mean, well, his, his, um, his, uh, independent stuff is great. Yeah. I, I, I the I, art's a little like one, I picked up one book. I can't remember the name of it, but Redneck or Baby no, Teeth. No, it was something. It was God like Country. A, it was like, um, it was like a space adventure. It was weird. And I don't know because because Rednecks about vampires, Baby Teeth yeah. about the uh, I heard Rednecks is good. I, I've read both of those. Those are those are good. And then God Country is the other one. And I'm going to try to hunt that down and, and pick that up. Mm. Um. So you talked about uh, some of the books you read on an annual basis. What do you, uh, Kyle? Do you have anything that you pick up and have to read? You know, yearly, every couple of years. Uh, as nerdy as you are, every month. I mean. I mean, I mean, sometimes like if I haven't read a certain book, I'll go back and kind of see what they've been doing with it, just to keep up, you know, on the stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, honestly, or here's maybe this is a better question: Is there a run or a book <clears throat> that when you were reading it as individual issues, you knew was going on your bookshelf as soon as like a hardcover was coming out? Oh yes, yeah. I think we've already. I think you know which one that is. Teen Titans? No, Starman. Starman? Yeah, I read that issue. I was hooked. I mean, I, I was uh, sad when they. I, I thought it was awesome the fact they actually ended it with 80 issues, but I was sad that it ended at 80 issues. I was hoping for more, but that was like that. And I think in the late mid 90s, there were two books I always had to get. One was Starman, and then the other was uh, they, they just started Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. And those were the two I, oh, I, yeah. I would always yeah. get no matter what. I always, those were my mainstays. And then when they, and then after they, um, after Kyle had his, you know, I still collected the book, but I kind of faded out of my enjoying Rainer and after they did the Ion storyline, he changed his costume and went out to you know to recreate the corpse and everything. So yeah. still Kyle Rainer fan, but yeah, for about a span of six or seven years, those were the two that no matter what, I could have stopped reading everything else, but those were the two books I wanted. And and then I said one other one was um uh Young Justice. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and that's yeah. a great run. And then Marvel, I think it was after they did uh The Heroes Reborn, there were two series I really got into. One was the uh new um I can't remember the artist's name, but it only ran for like 18 issues, but it was the new Heroes for Hire where they brought in Black uh, uh, Black Knight and Hercules. and Oh, man, I cannot remember who did that run. And the other one was called Mutant X where basically you had Alex Summers get thrown into Great the Great book. Yeah. Great book. That is a, such a... Like, if, if no one has read... It's book. Yeah, if no one's read Mutant X, that is such a fun book to pick up because you if you know casual Marvel history... Yeah, that's that's it. You, if you know no Marvel history, mm-hmm. you can read it because it takes place in a completely different universe with Havoc, who is all you need to know <laughs> is Scott Summers' brother, and it's just so fun. Right, you just open Pandora's box here. Uh, no, another one's going to be when they uh, the original what? Exiles. The original Exiles was basically. Oh yeah, that, that was, was so fun God. too. Yeah, Judd mm-hmm. Winnick brought that for a while too. But yeah, that was like basically um, this Time Master picks six individuals from six different uh, Marvel multiverses. To become a team, and they had to go through and fix di- time. Yeah, and fix time and all the different. Mul- it was basically a tie. Like everyone can bitch about DC or Marvel and all these different universes they have, but this was the one time when it was. It was at, fun. Yeah, when they went through, like you know, oh, in this multiverse, uh, Spider-Man ends up killing the president, so we have to stop him. This multiverse, uh, Wolverine's the one who you know is inhabited by the Phoenix Force, so we had to stop that. It, not, not, not that there. I'm just throwing out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And, and the and the characters would be made up from. Uh, 
someone in that timeline. So sometimes they would have to be a part of the team to fix what's wrong in their timeline, and then they would disappear, and they would have a new team member. So it'd be great. Blink led the team. Who was the Who was the guy? Well, the first one was uh, the first mimic. Mimic Mimic was the first leader, and then uh, uh, Blink came in. But the thing is, they they had no problem either basically putting somebody in a coma and never coming back to the character or killing somebody off. One yeah. of the first members was, uh, oh God, I think it was Charles. Uh, not, not, his name was Charles, but it was basically, he was the son of Rogue and Magneto. And he dies in the second issue, and so they had to bring another person in. And, it was just, and then there was another time when they had um, pro, uh, uh, Mimic, not Mimic, uh, oh, what was his freaking name on uh, X-Men, the, the animated series? It was Morph. Morph. They morph. Had a, yeah, uh, Mar- they had a real Morph. Yeah. And he looked like... And and one of the things is he he, so he eventually inhabit gets in like I can't remember it's Proteus or something like this huge master power ends up basically killing Morph and taking over his body sort of if you ever watched Angel and you had Illyria come over take over Fred's body you yeah know, it was mm-hmm. basically but they had to change his mind to make him think he was actually still Morph where he was going to basically wipe out the multiverse and so they they're going around with one of the most powerful characters who thinks oh, I'm just a shapeshifter right and it was just God. Yeah, I about that book. It, it was it was part sliders, yeah, no, part done what well. if, <sighs> part you know they and Mike McCone's art was so good. I love Mike McCone. There was an issue where they had they were taking on the, the uh, where Mimic actually fights uh, some Mariner, and this is one where basically Mimic has basically kept all the powers of the X Men, and you see him go into a fight and crash a building, and he goes, "What happened to some Mariner?" And he goes, "Don't worry about it," and it's kind of like, it's like he just killed some Mariner. Holy crap! <laughs> So it was just a really good, but yeah, Marvel in, in like the late '90s, like DC Marvel had me at some of these books. I think why I liked them because they weren't the main ones; they were kind of off the sh- off the wall, you know, shoots. You know, it's just, but those were the ones I'd say were probably some of the mainstays at least back in the day. Right. <clears throat> I think. Um, I think I'm. There's a couple of books I like to go back and read. Um, Dark Knight Returns. I, although you're out on it. I still go. I back. might revisit it. I might. Right. I might put together five list or, or five books that I need to reread this year right. and and uh, do it next week. Y'all want to put together a list of uh, sure. I'm five do... books that we want to. Everyone thinks they should read. Uh, maybe maybe a reread or revisit. Maybe I need to revisit Dark Knight Returns. Maybe yeah. I'm just kind of burned out on Batman I'm, and I'm burned out on that book. I'm not saying it's not good or it's not worth what it was, but I'm just, I'm just burned out on the Dark Knight. Yeah. I think if I'm going to uh, reread a Batman story, it's going to be the Long Halloween. Yeah. I love that story. Yeah, that, that alone. Oh, no, I no. enjoyed that. I that enjoyed. and Hush. I can always go back and read uh, Hush again. Yeah. Because that was a good one. Uh, J- Jim Lee and was Loeb wrote it also. And yeah, so, Jeff yeah. Loeb. Yeah. Um, oh. I yeah. think DC's New Frontier. Yeah. That's probably. Yeah. Oh, which is funny because I just watched the movie oh, yesterday. New Frontier? I just watched the movie yesterday. Yeah, it was on. I was watching. Because um, I missed Black Lightning this week, so I wasn't doing anything. Uh, yeah. So I. I went CW on, app. Went to the CW app, watched it, and then I was I was like, well, let's see what's on the seed because I heard about that Ray short. Oh, that, yeah, I've seen all the episodes, episodes so far. And I was seeing if it was on there because I heard about it. I didn't know if it was yeah. released yet. So I saw that on there, but then I kind of scrolled over by accident, and I was like, New Frontier. I was like, let me go. And I watched that. That was great. That's a good story. Yeah, I, get, I'm, I, already, I think I already have like four out of the five of the books that need to be reread. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, I just, you triggered. I just, <laughs> this will already be on the end, but yeah, I already got four out of five. I, 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 one of the books that I, I've reread three times has been Hawkeye, has been Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Yeah. It's, it's been one of the best books in the past 20 years for yeah. me. Uh, uh, Uncanny X Force by Rick Remainder. Uh, re, 
reading that issue to issue, I knew I wanted this whole collection. And uh, I'd buy the omnibus that's like, I think it's 150 bucks. <laughs> it's like so outrageously, outrageously priced. But it has Evil Nightcrawler. And I'm a big fan. And I love how dark that book gets, uh, especially in the beginning, because the whole first arc is what if you had Apocalypse as a baby? Yeah. Would you kill it? And Deadpool's on your team. So fun. <laughs> so, so here's something funny. We didn't have, you know, we had that spotty internet. Um, I went back to uh, CBR because there was an article uh, Oni Press. Y'all, y'all got me into it now. So, but, <laughs> but I was scrolling Good. through when, One I was, of us. when I was doing the um, when I was doing you know the list for this week or doing the outline. I was going through you know recent comic book news articles, and um, this week was all about the what's coming in April for all these companies. Uh -huh. And I, there was an Oni Press, so check out one of the covers for April's Rick and Morty. Of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's a cover of pick. It, it's a hold, hold it up to the camera for those. Oh, we, we apologize. We apologize, but, um, Oh that, God. Oh. I, I just, I, I, across. But it's, uh, yes. It's, a uh, no, Adrian. Yeah. yeah. Barry versus Rick. Barry. Versus, oh, that'd be funny. Oh, that'd be awesome. Crossover for Oni. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that it, it's, uh, Pickle Rick, and it's the Days oh, of Future Past cover. Yeah, um, very nice. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, I've got a couple of the digital ones. I have not got caught up. I know they're not Dan Harmon written uh, issues, but I'm still curious to see what other people do with the character. That I guess that's what's kind of the fun part of licensing some of these uh, properties is being able to see who can do what with it in a different format. And that's that's the great thing about comics in general is the the licensing out and like we talk about tv and movies and see what other people because it's not like the original writers it's not like ed brubaker is going in and writing captain america you know or the movie you yeah. know it's other people getting a hold of it and molding it and and uh giving their own spin on it yeah so and also it, you know when they're finished with a run another artist and another writer can come in and give their take on the character yeah i'll, I'll still read it in rick's voice but if, if if it gets far enough away from the character and then i don't mm -hmm. that's when i that's when i stop reading those books because sometimes i don't feel like I, I, I it's someone who loves the character but doesn't know the voice of the character when they start writing them Wait, these are okay so that's rick and morty issue number 37 I'm looking at how long have they been doing this yeah they've it was two it for, years yeah they've had it for a couple because there's a i'm looking at some of the covers now though. some of the, like there's another series called the dam that looks pretty interesting yeah oh uh colin bunn yeah, yeah. and then now this one this one's uh i think it was uh ballad of sang oh, looks on. good there's another book oh here we go archer the archer's core and this one's written by yeah. james rich oh okay so that might be worth it yeah yeah especially after talking about um 12 reasons uh, last week, so yes. that that was the guy who wrote that. The same thing, awesome. yeah, same guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let so wow, we still got so it's weird. So, yeah. It's weird having time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, so a, so um, one of the things I saw this week I wanted to bring up okay. is is because we were talking about the kind of books and how we consume them. Mm -hmm. Iron Fist was an exclusive book at Comixology. You yes, can buy digitally. That. Yeah. The, Has print, it been canceled? The, the, the print book is out this week. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's literally like I don't even think. Well, here's a question: Is that six the wrong, months from when it happened? Is that is 
is Iron Fist the wrong character to try to pull something like that on? Um, I don't know. I mean, it because I, I mean we're we're sweaties. We know we know what Iron Fist is. We yeah. might buy it, but I'm trying would, to get a a bigger audience. This is a new issue, like new run. Yeah. Or? Well, no, this is uh, Carrie Andrews doing mm-hmm. a second volume of kind of based on what he did his first volume from. So if you read that first volume, which was uh, pretty cool, fun, I love his art. Um, Rialto Jones is his uh, image book. If you want to check right. that out, it's his. Uh, his vigilante uh, to take out the one percent, right? Um, kind of an interesting book, but uh, but like he he has this same kind of, or he has this weird kind of world that he's written for Iron Fist uh, as someone who is training the next Iron Fist, yeah. right? Oh, I know what you're talking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they why, why why sell it exclusively and then six months later just put it in print? Well, if no, you're going to put something, it's been out. in print for since like last month. I saw it at the comic shop last month. That's how I found out about. Yeah, but he's got the little girl. They take yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. That, that was I read. Oh, that. because it was a Comicsology exclusive. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was like I don't know why. I'll just throw it in print and. Yeah. Sell I'm pretty it. sure I saw. It. I mean, unless I'm wrong, you know, I'm pretty well, sure I saw it. With it being a smaller title, isn't it better to take an experiment on that than a bigger one? Um, to me, it seems like their yeah, experimental titles would be Fantastic Four, X Men, things right. that Marvel doesn't seem to care about as much now. Yeah. So they care about this. They I think they. Ca- I think they care about a character that has a TV show attached. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think. I think if they well, harm no, that no, no, property, that, that's what I was going to say. Is that I'm the worst kind of comics fan because I'm casual, and the fact that it has to translate to TV or movies before I'm going to go for that oh, book. Yeah, See, yeah. Sorry. That's kind of an issue I have though, because Marvel more than DC likes to have synergy between their comics and their movie, and they never do. Yeah, they never do, no, but they try. Never. They try and they promote it like the, that. The only time they do it is free comic book day. Yeah, right. that, that's the <laughs> yeah. only time. Right. I, I mean, are we getting like a little mini run? Because uh, I saw a thing on CBR where they were saying where everyone is at this point, and are we going to get like a little mini book of where everyone is up to uh, age of? Uh, yeah, we or, okay. I, they, sorry, they just released more. it this week. I'm not paying three ninety nine for it. Yeah. Um, but it's um, it's a, a prequel to Infinity War. Okay. And so the first oh. issue came out this yeah. week. Um, from some of the stuff we're going to talk about later on in just a sec uh, about you know different. Um, well, how do you phrase it? The movie critiques and stuff. Oh yeah, criticism. Yeah, r- criticism websites that we that, that are YouTube channels that we frequent a lot. Right. Um, everybody broke it down, and there seemed to be a lot of information. Um, you know, we find out more about Bucky. What what's his situation right now? We find out where Cap's at right now. We find out where Iron Man's at. And oh, uh, well, uh, let's see. Because I, I, someone uh, in a one of my private comic book groups had read it, and someone says, "So, is it worth buying?" And they said, 75 percent of it is recap." Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and and so, like I said, I was going to pay three ninety nine for it because I figured it was going to be like a free issue they put out there um, digitally. But nah, it, it's it's full price, but. And I guess there's another issue coming out later on next month. Well, and and that that kind of begs the question of what why we had this uh, episode is like how we consume, right? Um, because I don't I don't have to read the latest book the day it comes out. No. I, I'm a casual reader with a podcast, right? Uh, who has a <laughs> lot of knowledge. I yeah. I don't have to read. 
and that's what sucks. I, I mean, because I don't have to go to my comic book shop. I don't have to pay full price. I can wait it out six months. I read Daredevil by trades, and I pay three ninety nine when they're on sale. I don't, I, I don't buy them per issue, but I love that book, and I love the way it's done. But it it feels like crap that I don't support it by buying it monthly. So, so when you, I, it caused a lot of consternation within me when you brought this issue up, um, because. You know, like I said, I'm still looking for a job. I don't have that much money, but I want. But we do a podcast. Like I keep up with stuff. You know, you guys loan me books, and so. And then I was out of comics for a long time. Yeah, but it's almost like. But but, but your take is an interesting yeah. one because you're bringing in old knowledge, and you're seeing how how do I jump in as a fan? Right. Where there are some people who don't have that knowledge, right? And you know, and don't get me wrong. Over the last two years since I've known you guys, I've <laughs> my knowledge has expanded exponentially. You know, you guys are handing me books all the time, but. Let's say I did have cash on hand. Okay, so there's your best route would be to to go buy digital cheap well, Amazon. Well, the the best route is to wait for 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 it to come out and trade paperback. Yeah, you know, and and not like like as much as I want to keep up with Thor. Yeah, you know, I'm waiting for the next volume to be dropped because. Six six issues at four dollars a piece is twenty four dollars. I can get that digitally for twelve dollars. Yeah, you know half the price. And like you said, our eyes are going bad because we're up there getting up there in age. <laughs> digitally and with that that Comixology engine, where you know you get the smart swipe view. Yeah, it's just fantastic. It's beautiful. Uh, the colors pop. You don't have to worry about where you need to go. It tells you where you need to go, where you need to read. Yeah, and, and you artists that pay attention to those small panels, we love you. Yes, we love you. Yes. <laughs> but you know, because um, even some of the Oni stuff, like I think that was part of the reason why I had so much uh, issues getting into that other book from Oni Press was the 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 print was kind of small. Yeah, and it took me a while to realize that they weren't in America, <laughs> that they were, you know, so the 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 wording was off and. And I was sitting there thinking, man, I wish I had this digitally because, you know, yeah. it, it, I, I do that a lot. And I yeah. hate that I do that. I finally got some decent glasses I can read now because right. I'm, I'm reading more books. Mm. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it's so small. I wish you could blow it up and uh, right. see it. I've taken pictures of pages to blow up on my iPad or right. something that I can I've read I've done better. that before, too. But, um, but I – so let's say there's between DC, Marvel, Image – Oni, uh, I guess you. I'm thinking of all the apps I have on my my, my iPad now. Yeah, uh, Vertigo has his own app. Archie, who's been blowing it up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Archie. Archie comics, from what I understand, has been blowing it up. Yeah. Um. So. Five major and Dark Horse. So six publishing companies. Wow. There may be 30 out of those six that I want to read something out of yeah. each month. 30 times four or sometimes five or six bucks if it's a bigger issue. Yeah. You know, a month. You know, you're looking at, you know, 150 bucks for, for comics a month. Yeah. And I don't know that that they put on sale in yeah. six months. And that and that thirty, and that thirty is being conservative because I love comic books. You know, there's probably I mean fifty 
that I want to read each month. I'm assuming your shop gives you a discount if you yeah. have a pull list. Yeah. That's the way my shop does. Yeah. And uh, so, you know. You, if, but if even you, then, what's really jacked up about that is, is that DC doesn't have what Marvel does where they have the little digital codes. And the, some of them. Some of them. Like the Batman and the Signal, I read, and then, and then my girlfriend was pointing out, oh, they have a code. And I was like, whoa. So. For most of the books I've read doesn't have a code. Um, matter of fact, that's the reason why I didn't start reading uh, Rebirth. Because I bought that Rebirth that you expected there to be a code in there. Yeah. And there wasn't one in there. And I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. So. But, but, then, but then we have the issues where, on the technical side, where Marvel does have the code. And you. And that, it doesn't the, the work. Issue, the issues that, that you had drove you away from buying Marvel books. Yeah. I so, wanted to support my shop. Yeah. I wanted to have digital books I could read. Yeah. I would take, like, and, and again, then we get into a different question. Uh, do you guys actually collect the issues you buy, the singles? Because th because I take a lot of those singles, and if I am not, you know, invested in the book, I give them away. Yeah. Right. Give, you like, can wait a Halloween. I right? still have a lot of singles, yeah. in, and I, you know, from the 90s, I would collect the single issues, and then now, like, after later, like I said, he goes right back to it, but I have all these singles of Starman and all the trade paperbacks. Yeah. Remind me off air to tell you about 90s comic books. What, how I almost killed the industry? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I have something <laughs> yeah, that, that, that I heard that was so funny that I was just like, but, but I can't talk about it. I have all the single there. Kyle Rayner issues. I have all the. I have, you know, I have I a lot of those. I have all the, like, the Exiles. I, all the ones I mentioned earlier, ones that I thought like, I, were mainstays. I still have all the single issues in box yeah. and storage. So, yeah. But now it, it's, it depends. Yeah, well, like it, with, with just space as yeah, adults, yeah, like, I mean, do well, you collect? It, well, well, I mean, too. That's the thing. No, it's, it, it's a mixture of things because as a society, we don't. We like to save space. Yeah. Right. So, like, that's why we have storage places. We buy so right, much shit. <laughs> right. Um, but I was, uh, I went into half price books, want to sell some DVDs, you know, or some Blu rays. Yeah. And, and they offer you $2. Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what the, well, DVD, uh, Blu rays is going away. And I'm like, yeah. And it's weird. And it got me thinking because I love physical media. Yeah. Like, like I, I used to love getting my CDs, and I, it, it pains me. Well, actually, they, they've changed it to where you can buy all the artwork and stuff that, that would normally come inside a CD. You can buy oh, that on, no, onto your download. I, I just got this as a, uh, a late Christmas gift, but apparently because Warner Brothers owns all of the old Hanna-Barbera collections, mm -hmm. what they do now is they have a, a print-on-demand thing. So if there's an old series, oh, a friend of mine got me. It was a 1982 series called Space Stars, but it was them revitalizing Space Ghosts and the Herculoids. I had a new couple oh, series. Oh, yeah. I mean, the complete set. So basically, you put the order in. They, put the, they do the art and everything on, in DVD box, but it, you, you, they basically don't make anything until you order, and then they ship it right from the from their web. And so the, they have stock art you can choose from? No, it's the original art that, that was originally when they released it, but, okay. but they make the DVDs there. They don't, they don't distribute to the actual stores, but you, you, or you order straight from the uh, Warner Brothers archive website, and they send it to you. Because I know... Uh, uh, Alex Ross has done some Herculoid stuff and everything, yeah. and I would want an Alex Ross cover. Yes. And and so if they don't like, that's what I want to know is like if I can make my own custom stuff, I want to use artwork I know that exists that's tied to the property. Right. I don't want to get three stock average artists you have in studio doing stuff. But you know, when I went through my divorce eight years ago or whatever, I pretty much had to sell everything. So like, oh, so shit. so my so my dream is to get my own place you know give me a house oh, again God and they have and, and they have my collection you know i love having books like i love i don't like having hard or paperbacks I like, I like i like having hardcover books 
And, but but I've, I've you've never picked up a trade and you got and you and it's kind of become like oh yeah, yeah. this is I get this this book is for me and then yeah. you hold on to that trade yeah even. yeah you can trades are cool yeah. but uh, but I'm like I've got just, tra- just Starman like, trades Starman issues yeah. and Starman hardback yeah I mean but just the idea that physical media is going away well do you it, not make it, it fun. 